the Lord for our worship team and for our technical team. Our technical team has had some challenges this morning with the sound and we apologize but they've been working hard and we're getting messages that uh, that the sound is better now and so thank you for being patient with us and for praying for us uh, as we're working through all these different issues. Wow, I needed this morning. Um, I needed to be with brothers and sisters in Christ, and uh, I thank the praise team and the technical team and the staff uh, who are present here this morning. I really needed to be with you all today, and, um, and I, I praise the Lord for what's happening in my spirit because of us having this time together. I look forward to when we're all together again here in the Lord's house, and uh, I pray that, that God would blow coronavirus off the planet. Um, and we continue to join our hearts together at 714 in the morning and 714 in the evening, asking for God's favor, for His blessing, for His protection, for His healing. Um, it's, it's staggering to realize that when we get to the end of this, of this uh, episode in, in our lives, that all of us will know someone who has been touched by this deadly virus. I pray that God will spare the lives of many, and I pray 
uh, together with you for the families who have already lost loved ones because of this pandemic. And um, let's pray together and ask the Lord to not only be with us in this service, but to be with those uh, who are in harm's way because of what's happening uh, in the world at this time. Our Father, as we come to you, we want to thank you this morning that even when the enemy comes against our body, that it can be well with our soul. And we thank you for that reality. We pray, Lord, that you would be with us as we continue together in this service. Lord, we pray for families everywhere whose lives have been devastated by coronavirus. The thousands of people who have lost their lives. We thank you, Lord, for the thousands who have recovered. We are mindful of that. But, Lord, losing one person is too much. Uh, and yet we give all of this into your hands, and we pray that you would be with those who are hurting today. We pray that you would sustain them and strengthen them in this hour. We pray, Lord, that you would be with those who are ill um, and who are maybe afraid this morning that, that they might have coronavirus. We ask, Lord, for your peace to settle on your people everywhere and for your healing grace to be a reality for all of us. Help us in these days of social distancing, Lord, that our spirits may be more strongly connected than ever before and teach us the lessons that are, be, that are to be learned in days like these. Uh, Father, we humble ourselves before you. We worship you this morning because we know that you are sovereign God. We know that you have not lost control in the least. And so we turn our eyes upon you, Lord. We turn our eyes upon Jesus. We open our spirits to the Holy Spirit this morning. And we pray, Lord, that as you, the triune God, connect with us, that we will find strength that we did not even realize was possible for us. We love you and we thank you for this time. And it's in Jesus' name we pray together. Amen. Well, as, we, as Becky and I pulled in the parking lot this morning, and as well as the rest of the team, as we pulled in, uh, there were cars scattered at the entryway of the church, and there were a number of people who were practicing social distancing, but they held up uh, banners and signs, and they welcomed us to church. They applauded for us as we walked in. Uh, we exchanged our, our greetings of love for one another, but I've got to tell you, man, the Lord knew that we needed that this morning. Uh, there's something about that human connection that God has wired us for that is very, very important. And so I walked through that gathering, and I looked at their signs, but I had to walk through quickly because my eyes were getting moist. And so I went and gathered myself and went back out and enjoyed a moment of interaction. And uh, for those of you who were a part of that group, man, thank you. Thank you so much for doing what you did. It, it seems such a, a simple thing, but it was profoundly important to all of our lives. And it, it truly gave me the boost that I needed this morning. And uh, I want to talk about worship today, um, a message that God has been putting in my heart long before we came uh, into this season that we're in. And I was thinking one day about worship and went through and looked at a, a number of passages. But the one that my heart was particularly drawn to was in John chapter 4, where Jesus is having a moment of interaction with a woman at the well. And what a great story that is, how her life was turned around because she received living water that day as she went just to gather a couple of pails of water for her household needs. She met Jesus there and it changed everything. Boy, that's my testimony. When I met Jesus, 
He changed everything, and I'm so thankful for what He does in my life, for what He has done, but for what He continues to do. As we gather here, we gather to to pray together, we gather to sing together, we open our Bibles together, we commit our lives to the Lord and to one another together. There are so many things that happen as we gather together in His name. But what, what a tremendous truth is represented in John 4, 23 and 24. It, it's a truth that we need in these days of social distancing. Listen to what Jesus says to the woman. He says, a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit of God and in truth. What a, what a powerful passage. And we've been experiencing that, have we not? As we've been uh, isolated from one another, connected through social media, but separated physically, uh, it has become all the more important, that spiritual connection we have with our God, that opportunity to be in His presence. No virus can separate us from Him. That, that's an amazing thing. As Jesus was having this interaction with the woman at the well, she said, uh, you Jews worship in Jerusalem, and, and we Samaritans, we go uh, to, the, to the mountain place to worship, and which is right? And Jesus said, it's not the place. It's not the place. It's the relationship. It's the spirit. It's you connecting with God in spiritual reality. That's where real worship happens. And, and you know what? Our worship has not been interrupted. If anything, it's been enhanced. Because when we get to the end of ourselves, we realize more than ever how much we need the Lord in our lives. And we are in that time when we realize that we need His mercy, His favor, His grace to be poured out in our lives. Jesus said, those who worship the Father must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Let me me give some expressions of the truth that is represented. We exist... Because of God's creative design, we didn't get here by ourselves. God put us on this planet. We are the sheep of His pasture, the Scripture says. And He knows us, and we know Him, and He calls us by name to come into His presence. And so the truth is, we are here as the creative design of God. Also, we have this moment right now because God has given it to us. Every breath is a gift from His hand. The fact that we are able to interact in this moment, whether here in this room or by way of social media, it is because God has given us this moment. He has given us the opportunity. He has given us the the awareness, the skill, all of the things that go together for us to be together in these days. It's because of the blessing of God. We have an eternal destiny because of God's choice. He says through the prophet, and all of you know this verse, 29.11, Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you, plans for good, not for evil, plans to give you a hope and to prosper you. We have a destiny because of God's choice, because of His grace, because of His love for us. That's the truth. We owe everything to God. Amen? We owe everything to God. That is the truth. And Jesus said for us to come into the presence of the Lord, we must come on the basis of truth. God, thank you for helping us to be aware of who you are. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to be aware of who we are within the context of your being. 
Lord, thank you for those ways that you bring us to the truth about ourselves, about our world, about you, about eternity. Truth. But then also Jesus said, if we're going to worship him, we have to come in the Spirit, capital S, in the power, in the presence, in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You see, our knowledge comes from God's Spirit activity in our lives. On that day when Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they gave their answers. Some say you're a teacher. Some say you're a prophet. Some say you're Elijah who's come back to life. And then he asked them, but who do you say I am? And Peter, without hesitation, said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus looked into Peter's eyes and he said, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. The Father in heaven has revealed this to you. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The Spirit of God awakens us to God himself but also to the realities that represent and demonstrate who God is in our experience. That knowledge all comes from God. We didn't find it. He gave it. He revealed himself to us because he loves us and he wants to be in relationship with us. And Jesus said, those who worship, it's not about the place. It's about being in the Spirit. And so I can worship here in the sanctuary of First Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. I can worship at home, I can worship in my car, I, wherever I am. And the Spirit makes that connection, that love initiative connection with me. There's the opportunity for me to gather on the basis of truth in His presence and worship Him. Give Him praise, give Him honor, give Him glory. Worship comes from an old English word, um, worth-ship. And it means that God is worthy of our praise that he is worthy of our highest adoration. The Spirit brings wisdom that comes from above. Knowledge is, is to know something. Wisdom is to put that knowledge to work in our lives. God shows us how to make application of his truth in our lives. The Spirit makes that happen. The Spirit brings gifts to us and allows us to be able to give ourselves to the kingdom cause as, as a partnership of people, as a team. And this morning, everybody that was here leading us in worship, they played a part that God meant for them to, to play in this gathering this morning. It's amazing what the Spirit is doing to enable us to do a work that is eternal in nature. The Spirit is the source of all spiritual realities in our lives. The Spirit brings to us faith, hope, and love. It is amazing what happens in relationship with God's Holy Spirit. And so in spirit and in truth, we pour out our lives at the feet of Jesus. Would you do that this morning? Right where you are. Would you just pour out your, your life at His feet? As the Scripture says in Romans 12, present yourselves as living sacrifices on the altar of God holy and acceptable unto Him. He, listen, He wants to have a relationship with you, and for us to have a relationship with Him, it involves our hearts. Worship is our highest purpose in life, but also in eternity. It's amazing to realize that because we are created in the image of God, 
there is an intellectual and spiritual dimension to our existence that separates us from the rest of creation. Think about this. You pet owners, you love your pets. You're either a dog person or a cat person or maybe you're a brave soul and you have dogs and cats all together in your household. I want, you, I want you to realize this this morning. As much as you love your pets, they do not possess the ability to be philosophical about life. Well, it just almost sounds silly to even say it. But realize this. Because we are created in the image of God, we can think about eternal things. We can think about morality. We can think about worship. It is amazing to realize that God has bestowed in us that capability that is beyond the rest of creation. We are able to connect God. It's amazing. And sometimes we take it for granted. I was reading in in Psalms this morning, Psalm 63, and I came across this passage, verses 2 through 5. I have seen you in the sanctuary, and behold your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods, with singing my lips will praise you. I thought about this old song that we sing from time to time. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In spirit and in truth, we worship God today. We praise His holy name for who He is, for what He is doing even in the midst of these troublesome times. He is still God with us. Incredible. Who are we that you would be mindful of us? What do you see Worth looking our way. We are free in ways that we never should be. Sweet release from the grips of these chains. Like inches straining. From the way my heart no longer can keep from singing. All that is within me, Christ, for you alone be glorified, Emmanuel, God with us. My heart. So
Such a time. 